This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. If you're looking for an academically challenging environment for your high-achieving child, you might consider one of the selective entry high schools. These are highly competitive and result-oriented schools that nurture academic excellence in academically high-performing students. Selective entry public schools provide economical but highly academic schooling options for gifted students. Only four states in Australia have selective entry public schools, which provide economical but highly academic schooling options for high-achieving students. Entry into these elite public schools is highly competitive as there are only limited available places. New South Wales has 21 fully selective and 26 partially selective schools, which offer nearly 4,200 places in Year 7. New South Wales Department of Education's Chief Education Officer, Ben North, says there is a strong demand for selective schools. In total, there's a little bit over 4,000 places in each Year 7 cohort spread across the 47 schools, and the Department of Education receives over 15,000 applications. The test process uh, involves a, a very challenging and hard test. It's designed to really be able to assess students with very high ability, and for that reason, these Mr North says the New South Wales Department of Education developed a new selective high school placement test in 2021, emphasising thinking skills, mathematical reasoning and problem solving. We have a new test developer which is Cambridge Assessment uh, as part of the University of Cambridge. So the test is made up of four components at the moment, a thinking skills test, a reading test, mathematics and also a writing test. The number of questions and the time allowed for each test can vary year to year and the questions change from year to year as well. In Western Australia, 225 students entering Year 7 are selected via the Academic Selective Entrance Test in the only selective school, Perth Modern School. Queensland has one partially selective high school where selective students attend separate English, mathematics and science classes and three fully selective high schools offer fully academically selective classes. In Victoria, four selective schools offer approximately 1,000 places in years 9 to 12 based on examination results and achievements in the junior secondary school with no more than 5% of year 8 students from any one school being accepted across the four selective entry schools. The Victorian Selective Entry High School examination comprises five tests verbal reasoning, numerical reasoning, persuasive or creative writing, reading comprehension and mathematics. Despite being nervous at the examination test, Adi Joshi excelled on the day and was offered a place at the Suzanne Corey High School in Werribee. I remember I was very nervous. I, I could feel my arms shaking, my heart was thumping and I remember like a, my weaker out of the subjects was writing. And it was a pretty hard topic. I'm pretty sure the topic was there was a mysterious object in a shop. And we had to write about what that object was. And we were given four images. We had related to the to those images, our narrative. Uh, yeah, I'll say that was the hardest thing for me. When Dr. Majida Awadeh migrated to Australia in 2005, she didn't know about the selective entry schools. So her elder daughter studied at a non-selective school. Years later, her younger daughter gained an entry into a fully selective school in New South Wales. 
Dr. Majida says she noticed a big difference in how her daughters approached learning based on their school environment. The one who went to a non-selective school, now since then she stopped performing, she stopped studying. She said, well, I'm doing well. All my friends are getting 40, 50, 60 in their exams and I'm getting 90, so I'm doing okay. I don't need to study. Well, that's her reasoning. <laughs> while, while the one who went to a selective school, she was surrounded by the ones who are performing well. So she had to study more. She had to study hard. She had to be more ambitious to be compared to them. Suzanne Corey High School's Year 10 student, Aidy Joshi, agrees. I like the fact that I'm in a group of like smarter students generally. Competing against them makes me want to do better. And I feel like that's a really good push to have in a sector school as compared to like a public school. As far as I know, most of the students who attend selective schools, they very, very studious and academically talented. So they want the best for themselves and they don't go to school just to have fun. Like they want to have fun, of course, but education is a priority for them. Christine Ho is an associate professor in social and political sciences at the University of Technology, Sydney. Based on her research focusing on selective entry schools, she authored the book Aspiration and Anxiety, Asian Migrants and Australian Schooling. She says most of the students in these schools are from migrant families and their parents place a high value on education. However, she says that pushing any child to perform at a high level over a long period could negatively affect their mental health. There is evidence of, you know, the mental health strain on students who are being pushed to, you know, achieve at very, very high levels for a long time. At the same time, a lot of the migrant children that I've talked to they, they intuitively understand the reasons, you know, why their parents are behaving like that. They, they understand that, you know, as migrants, they do need to work harder than everyone else just to get the same opportunities. In 2011, Dr Majida founded a research-based learning institute where, among other courses, teachers provide personalised tutoring for selective school entrance exam. She says that students attending their one-year course for selective schools have an 80% success rate at getting an offer based on the selective placement test in New South Wales. However, she says 50% of the students coming to her institute had been categorised as average students at school. Now, these 50%, when we actually benchmark them against other students whom we know they made it to selective, we see high potential. But what they lacked, they lacked the structure, they lacked the framework and the tools and, of course, the confidence. And once you lack these few components, you cannot perform well. They are average in their performance, but they are very high in their potential. Dr. Majida points out that nominating the three school preferences in the right order can maximise a child's chance of getting an offer. From the data of their performance and other students' performance and progressing from one test to the next test, we can predict what they will have in their actual test. We then work with parents to say, we think they will get this mark. Let's see what, what order of schools you put in your application. And this is where um, it plays a really good part in, in the likelihood of getting that offer. So be realistic and be informed. That's the key point. New South Wales Department of Education Chief Education Officer Ben North advises parents to list the order of school preference based on the vicinity of the school so that their child doesn't have to travel long distances every day.
He also points out that the Department of Education doesn't recommend students enrolling in tutoring classes to prepare for the selective school test. In general, the department doesn't recommend or um, endorse that students do preparation courses or tutoring courses on the department's selective high school's website. The sample papers or sample test exams are up and available and they also include answers and written explanations of why a certain answer was the correct answer. Students shouldn't need to do lengthy or expensive tutoring um, or coaching preparation for the test. Dr Ho says that students from lower socio-economic backgrounds who cannot afford tutoring are unlikely to get a place in a selective school. Generally, it seems like, you know, we are on a path that is leading to greater and greater inequality in our education system. If you can't afford to send your kids to tutoring, you're probably not going to get into a selective school. Six months before sitting the examination test for a selective school in Victoria, Adi Joshi attended around eight hours of private tutoring over the weekends. If I didn't attend the tutoring classes, I would have been like quite surprised as to what was on the test because... What they teach in like actual school and what's on the test is completely different. It's yeah, the tutoring classes uh, prepped me very well for what was on the test. To find out more about the selective entry high schools and access a sample test, visit the Department of Education website in New South Wales, Victoria, Queensland, and Western Australia. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.